Welcome to an all-new episode of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike. I am Joe Spiegel. And I'm still Heather. Still Heather. So on this episode... haven't woken up from this nightmare yet. Since, wait a minute. Since you're not drinking, Mike, and I'm not drinking, and you're the only one, shouldn't it be Cocktail with Heather? It's Cocktails with Heather because she has more than one. Because I have multiple ones. And I want the listeners to drink with me as well. Okay. Yeah, that's what this whole thing is about is... They're having cocktails with me. Get your fucking drink on. All right. I, yeah, I don't drink. So. Well, I don't drink a lot. I just <laughs> Pepsi. I drink a lot. You drink enough for both of us. I drink enough for all three of us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Four or f- no, no. Laura drinks her own. Which, by the way, I would like to add while we uh, while we record this, we're actually doing this on uh, my hetero life mate, uh, best friend and sister in law's birthday today. Um, she was gracious enough to share this day with your podcast. So, happy birthday, Laura. <laughs> she was gracious enough. <laughs> Where did that blip on the sound bite there, Joe? <laughs> so, all the right, Mikey, what do we got tonight? The topic for today. Is it sex related? Maybe. Marriage failures maybe we could throw in successes as well if you've had any like why you got married you know and what you what you were planning on and why it failed <laughs> okay and i'm sure you know any other relationship fucking god if you want a relationship shit storms, shit storms those are probably better than the marriage stories even <laughs> um but te- okay we we know we if you listen to the other shows, we know why Joe's marriage failed. Yeah. You, um, I don't think you know why mine failed. Because she's a drug addict that likes to screw other guys. She's a she's a whore bag. She's that, a fucking whore bag. That's a nice whore. one. Hua. Yeah. Hua. Yeah. I think I know it started. The, the whole relationship started out of uh, hormones and desperation. I think that's <laughs> how every relationship starts. This is the first girl I ever that's kissed. How, that's how my current marriage started, to be completely honest with you. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do I smell hormones and failure? <laughs> Must be tender. And depression. Hmm. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, and I think Mike's failed because he's an ass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's stubborn. The clarity, the, the hindsight on something like that is, is blinding. Like It always is. the fuck? It always is. My favorite is when you end anything and everybody else goes, oh, well, you didn't know, da 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 No, bitch. No, motherfucker. <laughs> No, I had How about you, of, Warner Brother? I had a lot of people telling me what they thought was going on with my shit, and I just couldn't hear it. I was thinking it. I was always thinking it. I just wasn't hearing it, you know, because I, I wouldn't accept the fact that she was really doing that shit. Okay, so we're going to do the usual PSA that I do with every single one of my friends. Is if you know of anything that somebody I am with is doing mm-hmm. or might be doing, tell me. I won't be angry. Okay, so you it's okay. let me know. It's okay to be a hater then. It's okay to be a hater. Okay. It's okay it is to hate. Right. okay to hate. Huh. <laughs> I'd rather know. My my post know. of get your questions in never went up. That's fucking stupid. Mr. Ryan, you are fucked, sir. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> going to be telling me. And you know, the funny thing is, is even um, people that I haven't talked to in forever or people I don't even care about, um, I have people that will come up to me and just go, hey, you know who I saw the other day and tell me someone's business. I find out everything. I don't know why. Mm. It just is the way that it is. I think some of it is coming from the town. Yeah. Um, but uh, I find out about people in other towns, too. So I don't have a great... Just y'all watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> y'all watch your back, motherfucker. Y'all. It's your ass, Mr. Postman. So 
I, I don't know. Do you guys want to kick off? Do you want me to kick off? How do you want to do this? Miguel. Mike doesn't talk a lot about himself, so I think... Okay. Uh, yeah, I do. I just don't do it around you. But there's a reason. I there's a reason. I figured it out. And we'll PowerPoint. get into that later. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell your story first, Joe, because it's more interesting than I, my story. How I got into it or how I got divorced? I, I would say feeling. both. Just start with getting into it. Because there's then a we'll... decade of shit, man. Yeah, just just start with the story of you and her getting together. And just real quick, so everybody, is before Joe's, he had his mouth open like he was going to start talking. Um, I think some of this is like both uh, uh, entertainment uh also a uh warning and uh also in case you just wanted to feel like your life wasn't that bad that's why we're here yeah this is also uh my nickname for all of this stuff is always microphone therapy so there you go yeah all right so um okay let's see if i can do this without getting along with it all right so back in 97 um the first time i i met um the the hobag the you know the future host beast um <laughs> I had gone and seen the Lost World Jurassic Park at the Cynodome Theaters and off of Greenback. And back when dinosaurs actually roamed the earth? Yes. yes. Okay. Walked home from that movie. So this was in May. This was yeah, because I saw it right when it came out. So this was in May of ninety seven. Walked home from the movie theater, which was like, God damn, it was like four or five miles. And um when I was walking down the street, I noticed that my neighbor across the street had um two people in in the um in the front yard. One was a girl my age and she was, you know, at the time, she was hot, you know, very voluptuous and um, blonde and, and very full of life. And um, and then her mother, who looked a little uh, a little worn, worn out, if you will. You could tell that she's been through some shit in her life. Um, anyway, I, I, I noticed her quickly. I'm like, oh, ooh, hot girl from across the street, right? You know, and, and I, had, um, I had already just lost a shitload of weight. I'd already lost almost 200 pounds by that point. So I was already going to the store, regular stores and buying regular clothes and shit so i was on i was on a i was on a um a self-esteem high at that moment the only problem is is that ever since i was like i don't know eight to ten years old i had um been in love with the fact of falling in love and being in a relationship you know i'd have my dreams about paul abdul and all this other shit you know celebrity crushes and all that and i had crushes on people at school it was it was the paula abdul song where they were all um dancing around on that fucking uh on the uh, uh what do you call them not the rafters but uh where they climb up to to you know put shelves or shit or or fix ceilings uh-huh. whatever that thing is scaffolding uh-huh it was i bet you it was that was a cold-hearted snake yep. yes that one was sexy the one though that always had me the one that always had me was a uh, sorry quick selfie uh was uh uh opposites attract but um rush rush the rush rush the one that had Keanu Reeves in the video the Sheena video. Easton Sad Keanu. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole the whole motif of that <laughs> video was uh, Rebel Without a Cause, by the way. Um, I love that. So, God damn. I used to fucking melt over her, man. So by melt he means masturbate. No, I I, well, I hadn't been I didn't start masturbating until I was fourteen. Um and that's a story in and of itself. Okay, um, we'll save a masturbation one. <laughs> yeah, that was Yeah. Oh, I, my friends loved it, me to tell that one because it's fucking stupid and gross. Um <laughs> That's that's what's gonna be genius about yeah. it. So um so yeah. Anyway, so I, you know, I, I hadn't, well, I hadn't, had long hair. I hadn't talked to her, but I knew the guy across the street because you know his name was Bill, and he had a daughter, who, um, a younger daughter, and she, you know, she was a little kid. Like I think at the time she was like five. It was a farmer five, that had six. three daughters. I've heard and this one. So anyway, those I two was, was a traveling was, salesman. So 
Linda, my future uh, mother-in-law, she was his ex-wife from a long time ago, and that's what, and she had still had his last name of Popes, and um, Post or Popes, Popes, P O A P S T, Popes. They always pronounced it Popes. Yeah, Popes. Okay, so um, and, and so Popes. and what happened was, I guess they had, you know, he had already been married again and all this other shit and and whatever, and they got in contact again, and so they moved back up. Bev and her and her mom moved up from um, Pomona from their grandmothers, and. So they were going to, you know, stay there and see how it worked out and shit. So I, you know, I didn't talk to him or anything really. I think there might have been a hi, how you doing, but I, I don't think there was. Anyway, a few days after that, I'm driving home in my grandma's Kia, Sophia, and she's walking home from the, the corner liquor store. It's a Kia, Sophia. And I was like, oh, well, here's my opportunity, right? And so she already knows that I'm a friend of, of Bill's and of her stepfather. I'm know, about to get in the right, bone zone. Stuff, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, here's my end. So I pull over and I say, hey, you need a ride? And she like sees me as a familiar face. She's like, okay, yeah. She's getting a ride and we start talking. And then it went from there. And, you know, we kept hanging out all the time. And um, it even got to this one point where we started making out and stuff like that. She's the first girl I ever kissed. And so I was seeing stars at that time. Butterflies, stars, fireworks, all that shit. And she had already, I didn't know this at the time, but she was already a free spirit. And that she was... She was had you know she'd already been through some life shit and I didn't know at the time also that she wait 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 she was already a free spirit and had been through some life shit yeah translation she had like six dicks in her before you oh yeah she had like she lost her virginity I think when she was like twelve there's nothing wrong with six dicks and so back in ninety seven just dicks were falling out yeah so back in ninety seven I was um, raining dicks I was nineteen it was before I was twenty. So I was 19, and I think she was like 17. Yeah, she was only two years younger than me. Statutory. Oh, fuck that. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, Hashtag Megan's Law. And, um, yeah, no kidnapping, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, but, hey, that Kia did not have the uh, glow-in-the-dark green handle in the trunk, by the way. Uh, you know, that, that didn't come out till later. Right. So I could have. You know, that was, yeah. Could have um, <laughs> So, anyway, we kept talking, blah, blah, blah. And... You know, I just started to notice certain things, you know, like, like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be able to have a relationship with her because she's always wanting to, you know, and things, you know, go out and do this with other people. And, and also she was, she had a crush on a family friend who turned out to be my stepdaughter, Caitlin's father, um, eventually. And I even know the time that she got conceived because they went in his white Bronco, funny, white Ford Bronco, to the drive-in and she was conceived there. Right. And so, um, and after the police, and then a week after that, we all went out together to the same drive and then watch Men in Black, which is funny. Um, but, uh, so you probably had to sit in the wet spot. Uh, no, 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 because he had a, um, Think about it that. was a different car. We didn't go in the white Bronco. We went, you just we, said that you went to the same, you went to the drive in in the white Bronco. And OJ's we, we, white we, Bronco. No, we all went together again, but not in that vehicle. We went in another vehicle, like of his. It was a, I don't know, it was a classic car. I can't remember what the fuck. I think it was a Nova. I think it was a Chevy Nova. So, um, and it broke down, so I had to have my grandma come pick us up no go. from the drive-in, which must have been a turn-off. Nova, Spanish for Nova. So, and you could tell that when we were at this 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 um, thing that she was more with him than she was with me, and I was like, whatever. It, it was know? a classic car, I, but I still had I still had a crush on her because she was the first girl I had ever you know like like kissed at all. Ford right? Vega. And so, anyway, what it came down to was we had plenty of sessions where we had made out and stuff, but I never pushed it any farther than that because I was a virgin. I didn't know how far to go. Blah 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 big you know, pussy so um oh she was only there for a couple months and she got into a fight with her father-in-law and um he smacked her because she had a big fucking mouth and i'm pretty sure she was running off the mouth at him 
and she went back down to Pomona. Well, we kept in contact. I, I got a girlfriend after that, and my first girlfriend, I lost my virginity to her. And but I could tell four months into it that she wasn't the one for me. I didn't love her, you know. And so why am I going to keep this going if I don't love her, you know? So I ended that shit. But I kept in contact with 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 my you know with Bev, and um, she ended up having Caitlin, and she was still living down in Pomona with her grandmother. And and eventually we were like, you know, I you know having phone sex and all that shit. Why am I whispering? We're having phone sex and shit like that. And um, you know, I got her, you know, really invested in coming up and seeing me. So eventually, um, uh, what was it in uh, early '99? So like I think in February of '99. She took a ground bus up and visited, and that night, I mean, we had already uh, we already did it for the first time, and you know, and then of course, I'm already I'm already in, right? And she she was she was, she stayed with me for like three weeks, and I didn't even I couldn't even see the signs yet at the time because my grandma already fucking hated her because of things that she would do, um, but um, I didn't even think about this, but she left her daughter, she left Caitlin down in Pomona for three weeks, being watched by her grandmother, and she had no problem with it. You know, and I didn't think nothing about it at the time. You know, I was I was too wrapped up in my own head, right? Uh, more ways than one. And didn't you get into an accident at no, that point? No, then? no, no. That that happened. I got into that accident um, in August. August, like it was either August fifteenth or August twenty fifth of nineteen ninety nine. So that was later that year. Um, what happened was, uh, so yeah, we you know we we hit it off big time. I mean, like fucking, we we fell deep into each other, and I think that it was. I think that she was as committed as she could ever be to something at that moment. I think it was all good, but um, I started having suspicions when she would go back down to Pomona. Like, uh, you know, she was hanging out with um, <clears throat> this 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 this, um, this banger looking white dude and this Mexican the dude, Master Supreme. Yeah, this 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 Mexican dude with tats on his face. You can order that at Taco Bell, <clears throat> and. She, and it was also a friend of her, you know, the girl, a girlfriend of hers that it was her, you know, that girl's boyfriend that that's why she hung out with him. And come to find out later, she was, you know, doing meth with him and shit, smoking meth with him. And, you know, there was a couple of times where she confessed it to me. Like, yeah, I do it every once in a while. Yeah. Right. And I'm tripping. And of course, I'm running up my, because at the time I had a, I had a fucking cheap ass Motorola cell phone, which at the time um, was extremely expensive because this was 90, 98, 90, uh, yeah, yeah, 98, 90, yeah, 99. That, that was the classic car you were talking about, the Dodge Colt, <laughs> 80 Dodge Colt. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I, there are already signs there, you know what I mean? And I still just, I, I, I had my suspicions, but I was still wrapped up in, you know, trying to make shit work. And we, you know, we made this commitment that we were going to, you know, make this work so that she would come up like once a month for like a week or two or something like that. Right. <laughs> And so we made it work for a while, and then she went to college. She signed up for some cheap college, you know, where you become, uh, what is it, the insurance billing and fucking, um, you know, medical receptionist and shit, right? And so she couldn't come up anymore. So I, I started going down twice a fucking month, sometimes three times a month on the weekends, um, driving down to Pomona, which is fucking boring ass nightmare. Um, I hate you, Grapevine, by the way. And so anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, um, we, we made it work, you know, for the most part. And, you know, eventually um, she got pregnant because it was like, oh, hey, uh, I want you to have my baby and I want to have your baby and all this shit. Right. And so, you know, out of all four kids that I've had um, that I've helped take care of, by the way, <laughs> um, only Cora, my second born, um, was uh, the one that was planned. So Caitlin wasn't planned. William wasn't planned. And Kendrick wasn't planned. <laughs> um, yeah. And I always remember my responses to those as well. <laughs> Not Caitlin, but. 
because she was already there. But um, <laughs> William and Kendrick, I think my my responses to them when she told me because we were going through a lot of marital shit at that time when she said that I'm pregnant, I think my first response was fuck. <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't want to tell my kids that yet, but you know they don't listen to the show anyway, so that's their their loss. Okay, hold um, on a second. When you first got together, you're yeah. not into the marriage yet. When you first got together, yeah. So keep that with that with the because were you married when she got pregnant? No, no, uh, well, no, no. We got married a month after Cora was born, my firstborn, okay. my, my first actual firstborn. That was mine. Um, so yes, yeah, so we got married in. Um, so this is her second kid. Yes, which you skipped over. No, I said she had Caitlin, and she kept leaving Caitlin behind in Pomona to come see me. Okay, and I didn't even think nothing of it at the time. But my grandma would say, you know, do you think it's okay that she leaves her daughter, you know, and Pomona for that long, long periods of time and things like that? And, you know, I, I, like, oh. I couldn't see shit, dude. I, I just, yeah, I was, and my grandma once, oh my God, me and my grandma got in an argument one time. And she said, you are so pussy whipped. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like shocked, like, oh, did you just say the pussy whipped? <laughs> you know, and, but, and I was so mad at her at the time. I just thought she was je- jealous, like, oh, I'm spending more time with Beverly and the family. And come to find out, like, like, and with hindsight, oh my god, my grandma was right about almost everything. Which, you know, yeah, that, I mean, life experience, right? <laughs> so, yeah, there was times where I thought it was really, really good, and I was very blind to a lot of the things that were in my face about her personality and things like that. And uh, where am I supposed to go from there? I, I, you know, I, I don't want this to be too long. It's already, I've already been talking for over ten fucking minutes. I've had about this shit. So, where, where do you want me to go? Where do <laughs> Do I cut to the end? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, <laughs> so your first, the first person that you had sex with was my my ex girlfriend. Was um, because I, I, I oh, okay. So Bev was not the first. That was the first person I ever kissed. First girl I ever kissed. But it was um, but yeah, my but she wasn't the first girl I ever had sex with. Okay, so she was the second. Person what drew you to her? Um, she was the first person that was attractive that was sexually attracted to me and that i had a chance to be with and that's that's the mistake i made yeah because i can understand why you didn't listen to anybody mm-hmm. i've been there done that yeah and i couldn't hear and it you I, get yeah you get too close uh-huh you know you're, you're too close to the situation so when everybody is telling you get the fuck away from that person yeah and you don't listen because you're getting oh yeah you know you're getting laid i can remember to this day i was sitting in the lunchroom at ottawa sponsor subaru and I was sitting there with the service advisor, and his name was Gary Wonder. Everyone called him Wonder Bread. And this guy's eating this fucking salad. And the way that he would talk about things he did in his life while he's eating the salad was so fucking hilarious to me. Because he was, like, enjoying the salad as he was enjoying talking about things that he would do, like with this prostitute who would meet once a week and things like that. And But I, I remember one thing that he specifically told me when I told him I was getting married because she was pregnant and we're getting married. He goes, and I was I think it was, like, either 21 or 22 at the time. I'm going to guess. Don't. He said, Trust me, from experience as a single parent, because he was a single parent, he had a daughter, and he he said, "Don't do it." He goes, "Trust me, you're young. Don't fucking do it. Take your time. Don't fucking do it." And I I heard him. I I, I heard him, but I didn't hear him. So I was like, I, I appreciate your advice and everything, but I got this right. I got this. No, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't got this. So, but I still remember him saying it. I still re- and I'm like, fuck, man, fucking Wonder Bread, man. Why didn't I listen to him? You know. But I had to learn, and um, luckily I'm still alive, man. I, because <laughs> yeah, there is some nightmare scenarios I went through, man. Nightmare. We'll get into those. Yeah, nightmare. Well, what about you? Well, I know we've already hit on a couple of them, so hopefully people have listened. If you haven't, go back to the old episodes, you goddamn slackers. 
Um, yeah, there's like four of them. There's like four, and then we cover some shit in that. You should get on that. Um, get all about. I know a question that I've been asked before is like, you know, we've already covered. Do you have any regrets on it? No. Um, would you ever remarry or take back any of your exes? And the answer to that is always no, as well. Um, and I think that stems from the, you know, everything was there for a reason makes me the person I am. Can I make an addendum to that? Yes. What if Ryan wasn't in the picture? And yeah, still then, no. Still no. Okay. No. Just want to make sure. Nope. There is no addendum. Well, because nope. I want to make sure. Because, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to hurt that other Again, person. Again, there's no fucking addendum. She she said no. Nope. Yeah. I I am not that person. Okay. That's, um, that's just the way it is. Um, to be honest, and uh, if they ever listen to this, they'll probably um, try to deny it, but it's true. Uh, the fact that if there was one that I did want back at any point, I don't think that that would be an issue. You know, like one year after one of the divorces, they were still asking me to go on a vacation and stuff. So I don't think that's a concern. Um, but first one, I think was more of, you know, I anticipated being married young and being a young mother. That was a scary one, right? The first one? Was it? The first one, he was a compulsive liar. It wasn't that scary. Second one. We're going to get into that story because I love that story. <laughs> yeah, it's his favorite stories. But the first one, no, I think that was just more of it, it looked like security. It looked like normal it's like what i was supposed to be doing um i wanted to be married i wanted that um ideal life yeah the ideal life the ideal life and that was not where it was so that ended fairly quickly um second one so i guess the best way i can describe it to people is i set this straight down is uh, usually because I have to talk with my hands. You guys can't see it. But I'm going to get serious now. I'm going to get serious Damn, now. Put on the this drink shit. down. I put the drink down. Shit's for about this. to get real. So I got what I thought I was supposed or to have, real. and I was like, "No, no, no! This is horrible!" And so I completely went with everybody that I hung out with. Like the best way that I can describe it to people, I was sitting in the car um, at a bonfire out in somebody's property, and I was with a guy who was kind of like my brother at the time, um, Cameron, and we saw my future ex-husband and on a quad at night and cameron said being the fact that cameron currently does a lot of world war ii reenactments and is a avid member of the clampers mm-hmm. and he said that is Clampus the red neckiest motherfucker i have ever seen and i said that is the guy for me right there huh. um like tried to completely swing the pendulum in the opposite direction well this <laughs> fucked up so let me go this side over here yeah I know. And a it, man and it went it went well for a while until it was like you know i'm actually considering how shittily cultured i am more fucking cultured than any of you guys i do not put hard-boiled eggs in my lasagna because i've actually eaten lasagna at a restaurant before and know that is not how it's supposed to be eaten um who the fuck does that uh his mother and so Ugh. she also puts mayonnaise in jello They're that's not, a different oh. story i'm sorry mayonnaise in jello so <laughs> it's i mean it's a whole different thing so Got into that and realized, this is bad. This isn't working. He expected me to do everything while, you know, be a full-time mother, get up all night, every night, work full-time, bring in the help benefits, do everything while he just kind of worked and then watched hunting shows. Just, just a note, just a future note, not, not for my own personal shit. Future note, um, uh, things given in sexual relationships, like how much have you given and how much have you received? And like, were you giving more and were they just taking? Or well, hold on. Let her finish her story. I, I'm just saying future notes. I, you know, I got to get it out now because I'll forget. I'm pretty sure in most of my marriages, they wanted to give much more than I wanted to receive when I was bitter with them. Um, but 
I think that had a majority to do with the the downfall of it. So pendulum swings again. This guy never traveled, didn't like to travel, only hung out with his family. All they did was camp. All they did was hunt, whatever. You just change it to campers. Pendulum swung the other way. Let's find a guy that's not like this. This is not working. Find a guy that likes to travel, has been places, likes to do new adventures, loves to go out and eat, is a foodie, likes... Mm fancy restaurants let's swing it that way and that was a bad choice because i found a transmission salesman that knew how to sell more than just transmission sold his dick sold sold the dick it was not a great dick he sold it tried to sell the dick but it sold the lifestyle it sold the lifestyle and i was like this this is what i want to do this is this is a great idea he was outgoing he was you know uh active in many things he volunteered he had lots of friends. He had um, leagues and, and things he was doing. Did he ever dress up in women's clothing? No. Okay, because I was going to have a joke there. Like, he really sold the tranny. He could have sold the tranny. And you know what? It meant a lot different things that when you're a tranny salesman. But I used to also call him, um, <laughs> I used to call him Tommy Boy, and he hated that too. So, But it was a very similar type of job. You know, oh, go yeah, from customer to customer selling automotive parts. Um, and that ended in a fiery, fiery horribleness. That's one of some of Mike's favorite stories. Are we going to go into that about the um, about him selling, trying to sell and sell? No, well, but I have to play this time. No, he's got to play some uh, Roger Rabbit. So <laughs> here comes a copyright. So that that ends, and then I actually end up slowly getting together with somebody who was, at the time, um, our younger brother's uh, friend who was hanging out with a lot, and we were hanging out with a lot, and uh, very match, much matched closely. My, you know, personality had a little bit of everything. He'd been around the block a little bit. He was also a redneck, you know, kind of did all of those things. It kind of sewed it all up into one, I thought, and I, it just in the end just didn't pan out that was the one we talked about had insecurities about my career and stuff um and then um from there i mean we pretty much just where are we at are we on four at this point no you're done i think you've done two or three no no we're on four four. we're on four we're on four and then um had a failed engagement um which mike has talked about before and then now we have my current marriage is that silverback yeah 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 the silverback uh, although that um, interprets him as much more girthy than what he actually was. Yeah, he was thin. Very thin. Uh, no, no, silverback as breakable. You know, yeah, he's very old. Yeah, he. I mean, he had that. Yeah, he was very old man. Yeah, I have to figure out something else for silverback. Yeah, because that almost makes him too, too alpha. Yeah, that's what it was exactly. Makes him too alpha. <laughs> <laughs> he's having that silver is. slick, not fucking alpha at all. Um, and then there's my poor current husband that suffers greatly with me yeah but i mean from that i mean he's also a mix of a lot of those things i mean he's kind of i mean he was in the military but he's still extremely tacky and i think i really need to quantify what i think is being a little bit having white trash tendencies or being redneck is i just really appreciate a tacky person for there because i'm very tacky myself okay and i think that has a lot to do with it i appreciate the tacky people they have to appreciate the fact that i like to decorate with uh taxidermied strange animals yes and pictures of dogs playing poker on a train yes or found uh portraits of angels at yard sales in my bathroom okay these all need to be incorporated with things they are okay with because there was for a time that i was not allowed to purchase or buy anything for the home heather is a collector of oddities that's a very specific thing 
yeah, yeah. oh uh, yeah, yeah over my over. over my hearth hearth i have the hearth the girthy hearth uh i have a uh framed oil uh print of um chris farley and a dam van down by the river so <laughs> that's it's quite beautiful Let's see, see if i can find it michael's trying to find it on the interwebs right now <laughs> So, I mean, and that was one, like, I ordered, like, before I think even my current husband lived with me, I told him I was going to order it. He forgot. And then I buy a frame. I was like, and I put it up over the front. He's like, you didn't even want to ask me? And I was like, I don't think this oh, is something shit. he needs asking. This is something that has to be here. And I i can't even remember the name of his character at this point. It was um, Chris Farley. He was, um, God, I'm going to totally lose it. But what's a funny story is I actually had a director. There it is. There it is right there. That's That's in my house. Matt Foley. That's what it is. Uh, Matt Foley, the uh, the life coach, inspirational speaker, living in his van down by the river. I have that in my home. I, I just the Tommy Boy fan in me wishes he was wearing a very small jacket in that picture. <laughs> I know that's not the jacket he wore in the skit. I get it, but no, I've done that a few times before too. <laughs> so the tacky has to be incorporated, but I think the key is is like you know. Oh, who, dude! I, I don't think that's tacky. I would put the Kramer. I would have the Kramer in my the room. Cr- I want the Kramer as well. Yeah. Loathsome, hideous beast, yet I cannot look away. Yeah. Um, he, I think a lot of it is just really the fact of wh- who who would you take back or why? And the answer is really none of them at this point. I mean, none of them really fit. And quite honestly, when you go through certain things with people and you get to that done point, I think you would rather cut out your own vagina than have sex with them again. And I think that's pretty much where I'm at with all of them. All right. So, yeah. So even if you were (laughs) single, there would never be that, oh, that safe, uh, you know, safe thing to fall back on, if you, so to speak. No, because I think I always feel like I would be falling back into the same thing and I would be restricted. Mm -hmm. And I cannot, unlike the bird upstairs, have my wings flipped. I cannot do that. I can't. Uh, live on acreage with a bunch of family and have my coming and goings monitored and not be able to travel or pursue my career. Or so you're a peacock. Hang out with my friends. I really am. Gotta I, fly. Gotta fly. It's got, the bird's gotta fly. This peacock's gotta fly. <laughs> it's gotta fly. Everybody does disc pop. That's uh, that's kind of how I am. It's um, I I gotta I gotta be able to flow. And that's I think why I get along a lot with travel and my work too. Is even though I bitch about it a lot. Um, I think if I wasn't going and seeing new places and doing new things, I think I'd be very caged. I, I don't, you only bitch if it's shitty. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, uh, in terms of your work and stuff like that. Because <laughs> because mo- most of the time, this is like, you know, like you've done the drive a hundred times, like, fuck this drive, I don't want to do this fucking drive. But you, you get there and you're like, but look at the view. And then sometimes yeah. it's a really crappy view, but it's still, I mean. It's still a different view. Yeah. And I get to listen, to, I get to sing to myself in the car on the way and see really interesting things. I have great stories. There was a barn that had basically a giant, it was like a an abandoned lumber mill. And there was a huge set of tits spray painted under the roof of it where you could only see like a two minute section of highway that was there. And I caught it on film. So, I mean, there's, there's great things like that as well. I had lunch at a place that uh, i went to go check out and the old guy that owned the restaurant looked at me and said because i have nail art and i have fingernails that are different colors and all he did was hand me my receipt and look at me and said you know your nails don't match (laughs) i'm like i know they made them that way i and then i paid my time every time i look at women's nails they always need a fill i don't know 
Who cares? Because you have I, to go to the nail salon a lot to get that done. Yeah, I fucking. I haven't had time. I, I go out of my way to tell women. I go, oh damn, girl, you need a fill. I'm like, I know, huh? That's like telling a guy that he's losing his hair. You know, you're really bald on top. Well, you no, should do I still, something about I still that. Compliment the nails. I, I compliment the nails. So it. Unless yeah. you're financing the fill, you don't get to say anything about it. Fuck that, man. I think I think my husband doesn't want to say anything about my nails. He's afraid I'm going to have to do something with him and spend money. I would have to agree with that. Unless you're financing the nails. It's just no conversation. I'm not talking shit. I'm not like saying. Everyone, I'm please like, show your nails to Joe like, because he's going to buy you a fill. I'm not like, hey, you stinky motherfucker. You have a booger on your nose. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, need I'd to rather go someone your, told me that. You need to go wash your shirt. Okay? I'd rather someone told me I had a booger. So I just say, damn. I say, girl, you need to fill it. I say it in a playful way. Playful banter. I'm like, I know, huh? No one ever takes offense to it. So I always say it while I'm, uh, you know, playfully. <laughs> Actually, I have two friends that do that. My two other alphas. Tell me all the time when I have something off kilter, <laughs> but it's different, um, which is great because when I had my eyebrows microbladed on, I actually went to go see them that day. Like I went and had my eyebrows done and then bright red, swollen eyebrows, freshly done, tattooed on, microbladed, whatever you want to call it, and uh, didn't say anything to them. And both of them didn't say a word. And I said, so I had my eyebrows done. And they're like, oh, it looks really good. I was like, you're lying. They're like, no, literally, we would have like made fun of you yeah. if it was anything else. So at least I knew those weren't too bad. When did you have that done? Last month. Oh, last month. Okay. Last month. I go for a like, touch up here pretty it soon. Like Botox right after you did it, huh? Is no, it wasn't too bad, actually. They did really. Um, the lady who did it, uh, she got certified. She's the lady that has done my all of my two tattoos so she's kind of familiar with how that works she does good work so i've actually start had to start trimming my eyebrows are they growing over your glasses yeah because now (laughs) they're 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 well look they're starting to look like fucking mad scientist eyebrows (laughs) and and they grow out and and marty we've got to go back yeah exactly do something about your children something about your children marty your children are assholes (laughs) do you have ear hair what about ear hair? Yeah, but not a lot. I get uh, that weird fucking silver ear hair. That is it, nice. It it just it's. I think it's the same one, but it it migrates all over. Like my chin hair. Yeah, so it doesn't migrate. It just comes out of one spot. No, mine migrates, so it'll show up like like the, my, right my big ear. fat Greek wedding like chin hair. Like that's what I got. No, like uh, like um, Richard Lewis's mole in in um, uh, yes. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes, just that, but that's the silver hair that I get that grows out of either ear or um, sometimes my cheek. And once you prevent it, it must go somewhere. Yeah, so it just leaves. I, I, I have must find an outlet. Once I've excised it, it understands that now it has to find. And then I get it on the lower part of my back, like you know how you get back. Some guys get back here. And I really think that's because the hair from the top of their head is slipping down. I know a lot of guys get very massive back hair. Actually, (laughs) I get one hair. I get one hair that that's the fucking silver hair and just kinky grows out, motherfucker. That and it just grows long. The mutation. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't kill it off. So you're the silver back. Yeah, I get the on the top of my shoulders. I get the long, (laughs) ugly hairs. I don't know where when the fuck they started growing, but like the fly hairs. Kinda, they're just long and course yeah no so you're, you're growing pubic hairs out of your shoulders. i guess I, maybe i'm finally hitting my stride or something i don't know but yeah it, it, but i don't have a lot of back hair i just put fucking shoulders yeah i don't got no i got no fucking chest hair no nothing I it's all just, up here i just have like a in my face i have one little patch right welcome to agedness 
I hear women talk about it all the time. Like, when did I get hairs growing out all this stuff? I'm like, that's just getting old, girl. Yeah. I, it's like now people see pictures of me, and I, I had four people comment on pictures of me. Like, what's with the gray hair? I am fucking old. Okay, this is my hair. I am old. I have gray hair. Yeah, I've been dying I'm, it for twenty I'm, years. I'm almost fifty, and I have gray hair. It's so white. Well, yeah, because yeah, I don't fucking, fucking dye my hair. Old. I'm not. I'm not fucking. I mean, I'm not quite in my mid forties yet, but I grade early. I'm just gonna own it. Hey, Fuck that shit. Hey, I have to ask you a question. Why does Keith Richards still have dark hair? <laughs> that dude is almost eighty. I don't. I don't. Come hey, on. Hey, like Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, when he was forcing, you know, when he used the uh, when he force projected himself, he had all perfectly brown hair on his uh, goatee and all that shit, and like, nah, that's. It's just how he sees himself. Yeah, yeah, that's just how he... The younger Jedi. Yeah, that's No, it. that's how he's projecting himself. Yeah, that's how, that's his Matrix projection. So it's like his avatar. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wonder right. if his Force projection has a real hand back or not. I don't know. Well, no. They didn't go into that, did they? He was wearing a glove. <clears throat> ah, stupid bastard. It was a glove. It was uh, too complicated for him. On his robotic hand. <laughs> it's my strong hand. <laughs> Take my strong like hand. Like the milkshake. Yeah, that was the a Baskin Robbins. I gotta stuff the turkey. Fucking, <laughs> 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 we sucked. So the answer to that question is no. I'll take none of them back. Me neither. But that is that is kind <clears> of the <throat> sequence of how I ended up where I did. I think it was just the pendulum swinging back and forth until I got to the point where I was like, you know what? It just needs to be <laughs> what it is. And Michael's <laughs> looking up the strong hand right now, and it's terrible. It's yeah, absolutely it's awful. That's my strong hand. Now I know this is probably this might be different for you because me, I've only been in two relationships in my whole life. So, but um, have you ever had, after you've gotten out of a relationship where you've had dreams, like real, surreal dreams, where you're back with that person that you're glad to be away from, and you're you're back with them in the dream, and there's this regret you're going through while you're in the dream, and you feel this shame and stuff, right? Like, why the fuck did I go back? And then you wake up, and for a second... You think you're there. Yeah, for a second, you still feel like shit, and then you come to the realization... Like, oh my God, thank God. Oh, yeah. Thank God. It happens to me with my ex wife all the fucking time, and it drives me nuts. I think it's because you still have issues. But yes, I have had those dreams before. I haven't had them in a long time. But yes, I have. I have had dreams like that before, absolutely. And you wake up and you think you're still stuck in that terrible paradox. It is hell, dude. It's like I'm going through another hell again. It's and, and you know and for you it probably was more of a hell but for me it's just like kind of like what in the hell is go what where am oh yeah oh, yeah think right. of it I'm think home, of it I'm yeah. okay think of it this way I'm not where you're in a where I was position before. where you're responsible for everything and your every thought besides taking care of the family is what is this person doing at all time what am I doing to keep her happy what am I doing to um, make sure that she's um, that she's satisfied that she's you know, and also what's she doing behind my back, you know, all the time so that it gets to a point where every time the phone rings, every time um, a bill comes in the mail, like, is there anything incriminating going to be on that bill? Um, yeah. If she's going out, where is she going? Is she being honest with me? Is she going to even answer the phone if I call? It sounds like you were living relationship PTSD while you were in the relationship. Because, oh, yeah. like, I think my husband has some of that relationship PTSD, too. I noticed that when I found out that she was having an affair um, with a coworker of mine. That I would, there was times where I would be driving to work and I would see a red Mustang because that's what the dude had. It was a brand new red Mustang at the time, the, you know, the remodel. So it's the 2005. It's right, a great right? year. Great and, car. And there was one time I saw a red Mustang coming in the opposite direction when I was driving to work. 
and I actually flipped around, and I, I was late to work because of it. I flipped around and f- went in that direction and went back to the apartment and ran into the apartment just to see if she if, if she was meeting him. And she she wasn't. That's it, not, you know, there was a Sex in the City episode about that. Fuck, dude. And of it, that degree, where it was basically, it came down to, it's just not worth it. Well, and yeah, but it was like, it was just this day-to-day thing. Yeah, I would it, still do that because it's me, because I'm a bitter bitch, and I would just want to bust them, because that's the yeah, kind of person I am. I, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I never caught her, because she was very sly at how she did it. Very sly at how she was cheating on him, so... You know, and then also she would threaten the children to not so tell. So for effort. Oh yeah, she um yeah, and she would threaten. Well yeah, I mean you know as long as you you also give an A for her being a, an abusive parent. So there you go. Yeah, threaten the kids. Threaten them. Fucking say, hey, I will, you, I will beat your fucking ass, whip you with the belt, and yada yada if you ever tell your father about any of this. So yeah, it took them two years. It took my daughters two years to tell me the shit she was doing after I left her. Before they finally were able to not be afraid of her anymore and to tell me all the shit that she was doing behind my back. That's crazy. Yeah. Fucking yeah, I didn't have that. I did not have that issue. I mean, like, I've had my shit stolen, but I've never had yeah. that happen. I, I want all my CDs back, goddammit. Yeah, I didn't I had lose my CDs. I lost <laughs> other shit, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I think that's, Mike, is that the story that you like the best? Which one? When I got all my shit stolen. I don't know if I like that That's my favorite best, story. But... Um, there, there are some really, you have some really good stories. Um, you have to remind me which ones you like to hear. I do have a massive amount of stories. I'm going to have to. Is it, is it with a crazy husband? Yeah, but I don't remember too much about crazy husband anyways. I I liked it, especially like when I told him I was like leaving for the night and I went to our brother's house and then he just showed up there and I went and talked to him, but Mark let him in. So he just stood behind the couch and stared at us all, watch TV and ignore him. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually he left. <laughs> yeah, he I could see there that happen with his hands on his hips. Like I was like gonna he... say something, and we all and me and Mark just like looked at him and like, yeah, all right, and just continued yeah. to watch TV. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna sit here and watch TV until you say something. Yeah, and until, then like, you can either watch TV or you can get the fuck out. Yeah, like, these are your two choices. Sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stand there looking like an asshole. Stop creeping. Are you gonna come home? Uh, no, I told you I was not coming home. I told you I was leaving. Yeah. Get the fuck out. That was number three? Yes. That was the number guy th- who stole my car, the guy who stole my yeah, washer yeah, and dryer, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah, stole... Yeah, yeah the, the story of... Um, I, I particularly enjoy, because our sister-in-law was part of this, too, is, um, you know, I took off to her house and was staying the night and took a few valuables with me and some clothes and said I needed to go back for some work clothes. And he said, um, you know, and I try to arrange moving my shit out. Like, I can come by this weekend. No, no, no. You have to keep the house intact for my kid. Right. He still needs to be able to have a place to live. And, of course, you use the child on me. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yes, I, I want him to be able to adjust appropriately. Okay, fine. I'll leave all the furniture and shit there because it was all mine. That's all always mine. And um, uh, we went back. I said, I need to pick up some work clothes. Can I pick them up? Da, 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 da. No, can you come tomorrow? Yeah, I can come tomorrow. I'll come on at da, 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 time. Okay, great. So we showed up and he had the work clothes that I'd asked for hung out side, like I wasn't going to go in. So I went inside of the house and 100% everything on the inside was cleaned the fuck out. Like there was nothing. There was like Did the bitch TV. take the ice cube trays out of the freezer? Yes. What kind all of sick bitch fucking, takes the ice cube trays? And I said on. that, by the like, way. Like we walked in, we walked in and there was nothing there. And Laura looks at me like, oh my God, are you? are we really looking at this? And I'm just looking at her like, Oh my God, nothing's here. All my shit was gone. 
I mean, gone. Never to be seen again. Left, left what he thought should be mine, and gone. Ghosted my brand new washer and dryer that I bought before we were married was gone. Um, my old ones that we had given to friends to use was sitting out in the garage. Um, there was like one TV on the floor. All the furniture was gone. All the kitchen shit was gone. Um, all of my fucking spice cabinet was gone. Um, he basically went through it and I don't know how he did it. He must have packed in like two or three days time and got everything out. I don't know how he orchestrated it. It was amazing. Do you have friends? You think he had friends help him? Oh, absolutely. Because he had friends help me steal my car. <laughs> help him <laughs> steal my car. So. So uh, even though he was number three, they technically were all number two. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. Basically. And that, and that was classic because it was like my car. I was paying on it. I paid the insurance. He had no part of it. He couldn't afford it. And we went somewhere one night uh, with our charity club that we were part of. And I showed back up to a friend's house and the car was just fucking gone. And I checked my phone and I had a text message that said, all of your personal items are in the garage at the old house that was already cleared out of all the shit. Yeah. And so I had to go pick up my stuff and then had to file. I ended up getting, I think, uh, my cookware back. My um, I get did the spices. A, that's the important. I part. did not get the spices back. I had to buy all new saffron, and that shit is expensive. All I'm right. just gonna be 100 percent honest with you. It's very expensive. Yeah, it is. It's very expensive for like five strands of saffron. Like, oh, it's precious as gold. gold. Here's the fucked up thing. Here's one of the fucked up things about this. So they come to my dealership and they want to buy the uh, the orange Hemi Dodge Charger. Mm, I fucking love that car. And. Hemi. He took it because I loved it. And um, I bring him in. We do all the paperwork. And Joe, sorry. That's okay. Who cares? No, you can can say it. Is the one that's, now, I I wasn't, they they fill out the paperwork and, you know, you know how it is. It's sales. So, fill out the paperwork. I said, I'll try and get you the best deal as possible. Just let me, you know, just work with us. We'll work with you type Mm -hmm. of thing. Let me see what I can do. (laughs) What I did know is that it was her car. Joe is the one that did all the negotiating, was the one that says it's going to be my car, blah, 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 or our car. He's the one that was talking all the money, and she just basically said nothing. You know, I mean, she 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 wasn't you could, involved. You couldn't say anything with him. But he was the one that did all the fucking yapping. Yeah, always. So, so the whole thing breaks down because of him. Well, it's a 50-50 thing. My dealership and him just couldn't see working together. And I was pissed. Mostly, it was our dealership that was at fault. And I got up and I fucking walked away. And Carlos, the owner of the dealership, says, hey, what's going on? I said, you just fucked my sister. And he goes, what? That's your sister? I said, yeah, that's my fucking sister. I've said this. I said, my sister's coming in to buy a car. I told I told Nick. I told all the managers and supervisors. I told everybody that this is my sister. And they didn't fucking believe me. And and you guys tried to fuck my sister by going ten grand over the amount. Yeah. I said, they're not. And he goes, well, call them back. I said, they're not coming back. I said, I'm not calling my sister back. I don't want them coming back to buy a car from you guys. Yeah, and how was, well, how much not? longer did you work there after that? I stayed until uh, until I quit. Um, and, they, and he goes, why? I said, because they're going to Auburn to buy it. Because he was on the phone with Auburn while you guys were dicking around with negotiations. Yeah. Or while they were dicking around. And he goes, well, what did they give them? I said, they went 10 grand under under your price. They went ten grand below fucking uh, dealer invoice. Yeah, Fuck. which I mean, they could have gone more, but it was at least ten grand. Yeah, I don't even remember the details of that. I wasn't allowed in those. 
Which Nor- is bullshit. Which is bullshit. Normally, normally I am the one that well, does. You're supposed to be staying of, home doing the dishes. Or yeah, something? I normally I'm the one that does all of that stuff, and and that he, you know, had to swing his miniature dick around oh, and do that. The, man. the one thing <laughs> that I can <laughs> say about Auburn that um, when we bought that car is there were two on the lot, and I remember this vividly. There were two on the lot. There was one that was all ready to go. And I said, do you have any others just out of curiosity? Because these ones were special edition and they were numbered. And they had one in the back covered in dust and it was numbered 440. So I took that one. Yeah, I think they also called over to Folsom Lake Dodge to try to trade for that one. Yeah. Which would have been, I, and, and in fact, I, I distinctly remember them coming up to me and saying, yeah, we just got a call from Auburn Dodge. Yeah, they're trading for the orange uh, charger, aren't they? Yep. <laughs> Didn't say no. <laughs> well, we told them no. I said, that's my sister. They're going to buy the car. Yeah. You guys decided to fuck him. Yeah. That's not your sister. That's my sister. Well, now the car is paid off and still sitting in his garage somewhere, I think. But, fuck um, yeah. He's a fucking thief and it's under your name anyways. Is it not? I think it was under both. It was under both. But he ended up taking it and um, I ended up having to get other transportation while I waited for the uh, court trial to ensue. And then at the end, I told him I didn't care because I already had to get another vehicle, which I did through um, a personal loan with someone I knew. And um, he wanted me to be liable for half of the negative equity and half of the payments because he couldn't sell it like he thought he could. I don't know why he thought he could sell it with negative equity, but he did. And uh, the judge finally said no. He was stuck with it. So he was stuck with that payment and his truck payment. Well, that's because he stole the car. Right. So, so the they, judge is not going to swing it absolutely not. anyway. So it's no. better that you're able to walk away from it anyway. Yeah, I walked away from it, but I still do miss the car. I'm a car person, no. and uh, that was tough. Yeah. That was a tough. He did it strictly just to Spice be a pain in the ass. Yeah. But the whole reason, I think, why our divorce took, oh, I don't know, a year and a half when it should have taken six months is because he was dragging it out because he did not want the divorce. So he drug it out and drug it out and drug it out until a judge finally said in a hearing, no, honey, you're divorced as of today. And I looked over at his face and it was so dejected. And that's when I realized that he was putting me through all this hell to prevent the divorce. And it was coming anyways. So he ended up being divorced so that's and settled for all the... met Kat. Is that one? Yeah. Met yep. Yeah. Yep. The paralegal. Yep. Yeah. I went through that with her. Yeah. She's she's fantastic. She's She had to go through her own... She's going through her own shit. A lot of it's fucking just crazy. Thank but... God she at least knows how to fill out the forms. Yeah. Well, she's, she, um, her and her, whatever, significant, um, that didn't end well. And then, um, never ends well. And then now she's, she's also dealing with her dad. I think she was dealing with her mom and dad, and then her, now it's her dad. And I, I feel bad for her, but, you know, what can you do? But this is a, the lady that helped her with her divorce. From, yeah. What's his name? Uh, helped me with my divorce. And, um, I just want to say that, you know, I mean, look, I, my ex-wife Shelly is is magnificent. She's wonderful. I'm happy for them and you know her and her new husband and um, the whole family. I mean, they're a great family. I have no, I have nothing bad to say. You know, it was a fifty fifty thing, and I'm sure it's because mostly because I'm a fucking stubborn asshole. But you know, uh, what it comes down to is uh, like my divorce is boring compared to all the shit you guys have been through because this is this is Ama- what happened. I've been through amazing things. She goes, hey, I want a divorce. I got mad. Five minutes later, I'm like, okay, let's do this. And then she said, we sat down and said, how are we going to do this? We're just going to split it up 50-50 type of thing. It took a while for me to get my shit out because I said, I just, you know, I 
don't have any room, so we're gonna have, I'm gonna have to fucking pare down so you can get rid of this and this and this, but don't get rid of this and this and this. And she ended up getting rid of a couple of things that I told her not to get rid of. <laughs> That's okay. It is what it is. You probably need to get rid of those things anyways. No, she got rid of one of those leather couches just like that one, and I was fucking furious. I probably smelled like butt. No, it's it didn't because my butt. <laughs> it was a great couch. Anyways, <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, reasons I would never take the Charger back, even though I loved that car. Someone asked me that because I still hold, feed that grudge and bitterness and missing that car. And people said, would you take it back now? And I have to really think about it. Nope. Because I bet you that that leather seat smells like his ass. Yeah. And if it smells anything like his seat of his own truck. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. I mean, I don't hold grudges, but I wouldn't take it back just out of, out of fucking. Where's your dog? Spite. I haven't seen your dog in a long time. What dog? The dog that you shared with Shelly. Still with Shelly. Well, I never see it. It comes around. Yeah. Um, Shelly's husband's daughter moved in for a little bit, so she takes care of the dog. Um, I still have first right of refusal, and frankly, she should have asked me if I wanted to watch the dog. First right of refusal on a dog. Yeah, that wasn't. Well, they are like a child, man. I mean, you you know, especially if you really love your dog. It's 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 in the divorce papers, by the way. I made. I had her write that down. We did it as a joke, but we. I had her write it down anyways. I said, "I want first right of refusal for when Shelley goes out of town, um, because I don't want anybody else watching my dog. Yeah, because I don't. I don't give a shit about. I mean, her family. Fine, I, I'm. I'm okay with that. Anybody else? Any of her friends? Nope. Dog comes to me first. I would like to say that during this entire time we've been discussing this, I'm still staring at a continuous loop of take my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's driving That's, me fucking crazy. It's, it's right every every time. Take my hand. It's my strong hand. <laughs> Come on, you guys okay, hate you that. Guys, you gotta, you gotta, I don't hate it. I'm I just don't hate it. It's it. just, it's just been... over and over again. It's like brainwashing. Not that one. I made it by hand. <laughs> it's like the only funny thing that a whole fucking movie did. It really is. God, I hate that. Awesome. that sequel was so rushed. It was so bad. I love the first scary movie though. And then, and then, and then after that, oh, they, how about this one? God damn, that's psoriasis. That looks like um, you remember Blade when uh Blade cut off uh Donald Logue's uh fucking hand arm and he got a new one. He goes, he goes, I got a new one, <laughs> and it's way bigger than what he had. It's all fucked up looking. No, yeah, that's what it looks like. Anyway, I don't disagree. You can slice either. him, you can dice him, but the quit man keeps on coming. Oh, all right, Evan. So that's what I have about my marriages. Hopefully yeah. that answers Nicholas's question. Yeah, I mean, my, my marriage is my marriage is my marriage was comparatively is fucking boring and just straight up. Yeah, mine was there was yeah, nothing. Mine was, you know, mine was a David Fincher film. Yeah, like the first divorce, super <laughs> easy. We didn't have any joint debt. We didn't have anything that we owned. It was it was quick and easy. Should have been an annulment, but we live in California. Yeah, yeah. He's, Joe, he's not my relative. I wasn't coerced. So whatever. Second one. Went really easy until later, mm-hmm. and when he went crazy on his custody shit. But at first, it was fine. Third one was a fucking nightmare, and uh, fourth one, he had watched the nightmare of the third one towards the end and seen some of that. And he's like, "You know what? I don't want to do any of fucking that. that. Yeah, none of that. I'm going to do none of these things here. I want to do whatever is quickest and easiest." Right. So that's what we did. Yeah, I you know I mean like comparatively. Joe's divorces, if you're going to compare it to movies, is like the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. The, the the it started off good, you know, first couple were pretty good, and then Man. it just evolved into utter 
dog shit and nobody <laughs> wants to deal with it anymore. Yeah. So they, you know, you, you, you just kind of paste it together as much as you can. And hopefully something good will come out of it, but nothing really good's coming nothing out of it. Nothing really ever comes. My divorce was the complete opposite of my marriage. It was quick and it was almost painless. <sighs> it was, it was a blessing. Like, like if I was, if I was religious, I would have got down on my knees and be like, "Oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Jesus." It was because the the, the blessing the was, opposite. even though I was expecting, I was expecting her to become the most vindictive, evil cunt in the world. Um, I, I expected her to make up shit in court. I expected her to ask for money, um, you know, child support, uh, full custody, kid, all that shit. I I was waiting for all that shit, and instead she. She told me later that she threw, when I served her with papers, she threw them out the window of the car when she drove away. Um, and that she would rather get high and smoke on that, that glass dick than, uh, than uh, face the responsibility of, uh, of divorce and, and child custody. Well, that's how most people are. Well, and, actually, I mean, that's how most of those types of people are. And so she didn't show up one time to court. And uh, I went, I, dude, I, I never had been more motivated in my life to get away from someone ever in my life like i i had to, i just had to not i could not be legally bound to her ever anymore so um when when i when i first signed up for these these classes you had to take these classes at the courthouse um off of power and road and um and they help you fill out your paperwork you know they don't they can't they can't they can't tell you what to do they just tell you how to do it mm-hmm. and so i took these classes and they said the quickest you can get a divorce done from when you file is six months and one week and you can't go any shorter than that by law because I have filing and all that other stuff. I got it done in six months and ten days. Perfect. I fucking I I kept going to the classes as quickly as possible, and I got her served as quickly as possible. Everything I could do, just done. And the judge, he just he granted me full, you know full custody. And you had to go to fucking classes to get divorced. Yeah, because well, I couldn't afford an attorney. The, I was uh, I was unemployed at the time. They help you fill out the paperwork. They show you how to fill out the paperwork properly. I filled out the paperwork for a few people now that have been getting yeah. divorced, and I'm not even. A it was free. I didn't have to pay for it. It was helpful. It's very helpful, very helpful because I didn't cool. have to. I, right. yeah, and I, most of the time, when people are getting divorced, nine times out of ten, when they've they've got anything good going on, I tell them for saying get an attorney. Yeah, that's the best. And write your name and all of your CDs and books. Yeah. So I kept the log for six months of any activity or inactivity with her, um, and uh, I I had it to use if I needed it. I never needed to use it, but I had it because she never contested anything. So. I was I was absolutely blessed, but I, I would tell you what I was so wrapped up in my head about what I went through during that marriage and and having to cater to someone for that long that I didn't even enjoy it when when the judge granted all that shit. I my mom was all happy and cheering in the fucking courtroom, and I just was like, okay, done. That's just done. Let's move on to the next thing. I I don't even think I smiled about it really until over a year or two later. It was I partied every single time the horses were final. In fact, I've been told that um, I'm in the best moods on the days that I quit jobs and I leave husbands. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it, it's different. It was, yeah, it was way different for me. So, because I, I also, um, you know, for whatever you know, personal choices, I, I, I couldn't just you know go to the next person. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get into another relationship. I, um, I ended up just wallowing in my own shit for a while, you know, and figuring out my own stuff on my own and in your own shit. I think there's a website for that. <laughs> Probably. So, Clownpenis.fart. Yeah. So, yeah. It, um, yeah, it took a long time to, to get used to not having to deal with someone like that all the time. And not having to, their every thought being about them. It's very tough. So that wraps up the marriages. 
Yeah. Michael? That's, you heard mine. <laughs> I, I, like I said, mine was fucking easy. I, you know, Yours I think was, it was doomed from the start because, you know, when, when, when we started going out, she lived in LA. And then I obviously lived up here, so yeah, I would like go me. down. I would go down and see her, and then I I was also going to school at the time. And then after school, after the school ended, um, it got to the point where um, I really, I mean, I told her I, I got to find a job before I come down there. She's like, "No, fuck it, just get a job when you're down here." I'm like, "Where am I going to stay with my parents?" And I was like, "I really don't want to, but okay." And that that was a big mistake on both ends. And like I said, I should have I should have got a job before I came down there. But I was up for a couple, I mean, positions anyways. Um, one with a, a a movie effects company, and I just couldn't. I mean, I literally I had an interview with the company, and I I couldn't get away because of some weird shit that had, had was going on um, that had coincided with the interview. I just I couldn't drive down there, and and they're like, <laughs> and I can't. I could never find the email again. And these guys like. Okay, well, when you're ready, you email me. We'll get you in for an interview because you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, fuck, I should have just gone down there, but whatever. Um, and then it just kind of went like that. I uh, I don't think anybody. I was also having problems with psoriasis, so getting a job wasn't really. And wear a long sleeve in the middle of July. Yeah, that sucked. Um, I think the best way I can put it is, is someone has asked me before, you know, why I would get married if I didn't think it would last, and I think. I don't think I know of anybody that stood at an altar and said, this is not going to work, but I'm going to do this anyways. I'm gonna do like, it. You never take those vows thinking that this is going to come crashing the fuck down. You just don't do that. So you always go into it with this, this very excited and naive point of view. Of, we're going to make this work and we're going to stick together forever. And it just doesn't always end up that way. Yeah. Well, okay. I see, I don't believe in counseling. I absolutely do not believe in marriage counseling. I don't believe in, in counseling whatsoever. And that's the, why he's super fucked up. Yeah. That way you, uh, you think is a racket? Yeah. And I I just, I think that, I, I it, look, I think counseling is a fucking scam. It's like insurance. It's like anything else. For the most part. There are good counselors out there. And just like every industry, there's good, but there's mostly bad. And most of them will sit there and pick their nose or yawn or whatever. Well, yeah, and then they, they want you to pay for that one hour a week, which one hour a week don't do shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you got to go for like 15 weeks or whatever. It's, yeah. a, it's a big fucking insurance scam, you know, because they bill your insurance and, and then whatever they don't get out of your insurance, they bill you. Like, fuck you. I'm not paying. I'm not paying one more fucking penny for this bullshit. And I had to go through... I love it just even as as a third party just to bounce stuff like either I've had counselors that have told me at least so I understood that I wasn't crazy or in marriage counseling when it has been I've been to really shitty marriage counselors before I'm like oh we want you to look at the feelings wheel fuck your feelings wheel I know what my fucking feelings are yeah I'm (laughs) fucking pissed off and they want to know where that comes from it comes from because I'm fucking pissed off that's that's where that's coming from because dickhead over here is either a fucking control freak or completely fucking crazy. Yeah, one of the two. This is pretty much what I run into. But in my current situation, you know, it, it would be great just to even have the third party to bounce it off of. Right. Of like, help me. Help me help them. Right. Like, what what am I doing wrong? You right. know, that's kind of my question. Like, how can I better communicate this? Because obviously they're not fucking getting it in the nine ways I'm trying to say it right now. So yeah. how best can I change this to make it work for them? Yeah, oh, like, uh, oh I know. My wish. husband is knee deep in this shit right now. He is knee deep in learning to deal with other people's patterns. Oh, yeah. I've had to adapt 
so much over the years, I started learning people's patterns. And my thing is always, and I think maybe this, maybe this is a great explanation as to why I've been divorced in the past. How I always look at it as like a big giant scale. And how I look at it is I already have this much weight. Right. You come into the equation. If you take up more work than I had on my own, right. you can just get the fuck out. If you're not helping balancing it or reducing my work, I'm not fucking interested at all. Yeah. And and that's that's the struggle that um, I think that we've been in and that he's had to deal with. Is he's had to learn to come with people stuff and also learn that his old habits of just throwing his gum wrappers anywhere or just leaving shit everywhere is like just making more work for me. Right. So the 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 tables start to tip and it's like you got to pick it up somewhere. If I'm doing all this shit, you got to pick it up somewhere. Yeah. And that's where I start to hit the balance. And I think that's a lot of what it is. It's like you you have to become accustomed. Like if somebody did that, whatever, I don't even give a shit. Like I've just done it too much. I don't even care. Yeah. Like whatever. I don't give a shit what you do. Just don't make more work for me. So what it, I mean, what it comes down to is like, look, relationships are all give and take. Everybody says relationships are work or relationships are work. No, they're not. And by work, I mean like everybody – Everybody has been told that relationships are like a job. You got to work forty hours a week. No, then why fucking be in one? Exactly. Relationships. I don't want to work. I go to work every day. You're supposed right. to be relationships. Supposed to make you happier, not not an extra thing on your plate to deal with. Yeah, there's they're supposed to be a give and take. Yeah, there's going to be work involved. You have to put in effort. Yeah, you don't have a clone, you know? but the person that you're with should be putting in effort too. Exactly. Yeah. And if they don't put in effort and you say put in some fucking effort and they don't, yeah, you get what happened to me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was so giving that I should have tongue cancer by now. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> She's got the... <laughs> I got the furrowed look. Okay. Um, now, now he's got to explain it. And this is going to take another 30 minutes because he doesn't know how to edit fucking stories. No, no, we're good. We're good. I would take at time. Besides the fact that I would. Oh, are you going to go into a fucking oral sex story? Besides the fact that I was the one that would give her foot massages and back massages every time when I came home from work, Mm -hmm. Um, and she was sitting on her ass all day, you know, yelling at the kids. Um, I would also be the one doing all the uh, work in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And there were times where, you know, most of the time I could break her off within ten minutes or so, but there were times where she couldn't be broken off, probably because of the big dong from. From you know, from the, her drug dealer, or whatever. But or, or the crack that she was smoking. Yes, but there was there was a there was a few times where it took like forty five minutes to an hour of me being down there just to fucking finally make her come, and I would do it because that's that's how I was. I'm gonna make sure that you get off and you you're happy. Do you know how long he's been sitting on this fucking story? Forever. And he's wanted to tell it since the first episode. I can tell. Already, I already know. He's wanted to tell it because it's yeah. concise. I've done, and it. it advertises his tongue skills. So hopefully, all the uh, oh yeah, the women a, fans that are clamoring oh, yeah, for I've, Joe I've a, will be ready for the. I have a nickname. Oral stimulation. My nickname is Porn Star Tongue. Right. That's the only thing I'll brag about. How uh-huh. long is your tongue? Stick it out. You know, women's tongues are always longer than men's. No, that's. I don't have a long tongue. Yeah. Unless I would have made a fantastic list. Unless you're Terry Crews and you're like a killer my, my nickname is Porn Star Tongue. That nobody ever calls me. That I've never heard in my life anybody ever call you porn star tongue? Uh, yeah. Like, well, you, People call me Adolf. Did you give yourself that nickname? People call me yes. Adolf and you get porn you're star not, tongue? You're not allowed to give yourself nicknames. Yes, I did. I can. No, you can't. 
It's against the dude, when lo- I've dude had, rule. Look, it's against every rule. I've had, I don't give a fuck. I know it's ego and bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. They call me porn star time. But because of positive feedback from, from multiple sources. His Yelp reviews all say. <laughs> my Yelp. <laughs> um, you're not allowed to give yourself a nickname. <laughs> Even BuzzFeed says Buzz that. BuzzFeed Buzz says you're not allowed to give yourself a nickname. I give myself Look, a nickname. If Dwayne Wade is not allowed to give himself a nickname, Joe Spiegel is not allowed to give himself what a nickname. What about Meta World Peace? Not allowed to give himself a nickname. That's not really a nickname. He actually changed his name to that. Uh, yeah. All right. So anyway, thank you for you know putting me in my place again. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. So, uh, Porn star tongue. <laughs> there was a time I was actually tempted to fucking tattoo PST right, on me. Right there. Not allowed to give yourself that nickname. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Whatever. Fuck this. I don't walk around saying it. Whatever. Fuck it. My name is Porn Story Time. Um, you brought this on yourself, brother. Whatever. So it would. Yeah. I mean, I there was actually moments where you know it mouth... doesn't work for chicks because if I call myself Queen Cocksucker, I don't think that would work. I think I that's actually it, look, a derogatory. I, 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 look, thing. I take it as you want to call yourself that. You call yourself Queen Cocksucker. If you want to call yourself Beanie Weenie or whatever the fuck, then go ahead. Well, I've been heard I can suck the life out of somebody. I think that you use but... this fucking podcast just so you have an excuse to put fucking porno, pornographic images on it. Yeah, that's what I... And the, the there's whole two not that there's anything wrong with that. That I've done this. Or three times. It's just three times. It's frustrating. Or how many podcasts have we had? It just adds to my own personal Okay, that's a big-ass tongue. I'm that just, is I'm not my tried. tongue. All I did was type in porn star tongue. That's I not think, a black I, No, I think they've had extensions. That's that's crap. That's, that's fake. Dang, fake news. That's a fake one. Hashtag fake news. Gene Simmons tongue. Anyways, we totally interrupted and just fucking railroaded. Joe doesn't even want to look at these people's tongues. No, I just, it's frustrating to me. It's because I'm alone. So I I fucking, all this does is make me realize how fucking lonely I am. I that's why I don't look the at The black shit. chick getting railed in the butt I'm makes you feel like you're lonely? People having a good fucking time sexually. I don't think they're having a good time. I think they're getting paid. I'm pretty sure they find some way to enjoy it. Eh. Okay, I know they're under hot lights and all that other shit, and they have to do retakes and re, you know. I, I don't. I don't. Still, they still find a way to enjoy there it. There's a lot of lube. <laughs> There's a lot of lube involved in that. So, anyway, <laughs> half of them don't last. My years. pathetic ass would. Um, I it would get to a point sometimes where my mouth got so fucking dry, I'd have to get up and go get a glass of water, or I even had a sore neck from it. Um, uh, yeah, or sore jaw. It. Fuck. Welcome to the dude, life of women, dude. If you're fucking going down on a chick and you literally have to get up and get a glass of water, it's done. Walk the fuck away from it. <laughs> just walk away. Just like, light it on fire just, and go. Just put your hands up. That you know what? That is up, true. That is show true. Your hands and just say, "Yeah, I'm out. I'm out." I'm just saying. I, I I aim to please. And like I I I, I mean, a, it takes a bitch a long no. time. Like I'm a, not gonna lie. Like, it was a learning experience. Chicks, chicks don't get off, but I will say I this. I please. will still say this thing, and it's absolutely true. If you're getting nowhere with a chick, same way as you're getting nowhere with a dude when you're giving him head, put a finger in the ass. If they want. Well, even if they don't want it. But put I've a got, finger in the ass. I've got a story about that. Just straight up six-pack them. Yeah. You don't even have to do You don't even have to do the shocker. Just, just six-pack them. One in each. How do you shocker a guy? Uh, you don't. <laughs> you can, but it's not... It's I think I still think just... all I still think all three fingers go in the same hole. Yeah, no, three fingers. That's not a shocker. It's you, two you're, and you're, one. You're it's all, that's almost you're like getting, the minivan. You're not getting the joke. That's you gotta the put, minivan. You got to put it into the uh, wiener hole. Four in the back. Do not look up a picture of that shit, please. Fingers Don't. in the penis hole. Please. I think we just figured out what we're doing. Man, shocker. Nope, that's, that's a cartoon. That's not that's a good. Cartoon. Cartoons called Finger in the Pee Hole? No. Oh, I mean, 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna look at typed in myth. We're probably already at like three hours. Like, let's let's just give this one a proper death. Yeah, we we need to fucking go on. (laughs) It's time to go. No, it's only been an hour and a half. That's it. That's it. Oh, Jesus Christ! Only an hour and a half. Only. Only. Okay. We're gonna look at the man shot over time for me to get off. (laughs) I'm Joe Spiegel, porn star tongue. This is here. This is what you should do. They call me Queen Cocksucker. Our uh, one of our one of our episodes is we are going to have to do a plenty of fish profile. Okay, uh, but a guy's profile, <laughs> and here it is. Okay, porn star tongue, porn star tongue, and soul crushing loneliness are two of the things that we have to put in there. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to use unless you want to or or whatever. We're not going to use. We'll have to find pictures or yeah. whatever. But that's what we're going to have to do. I have a great story about that for the next have, podcast, actually. I have, I have a good story. I have a good story for the next podcast. Okay, next podcast, you guys are going to have a great story of something that actually happened with friends of mine and a fake profile. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. That's all, all we right. got. So, uh, are we good? Yeah. We're good. We're good. You good? Roll. Why are you asking me? <laughs> we just said we're ending the fucking show. Cut the out! Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>